And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you by ChuckChat.com. Hound Dog. Oh, I'm just getting ready to go out. What is it tonight? Darts? Snooker? Or eyes down for a full house? What do you know about Housey Housey? We played at school in the history class. The history class? What's the history master doing teaching you Housey Housey? Oh, he's not there. You see, for the last month, every time we've had chemistry, Charlie Thompson makes a test tube full of sulfurated hydrogen... And just before the history class, he pours it over the radiator. It smells just like bad eggs. I know that. Well, when Fruit Salad Fred comes in... Who? Fruit Salad Fred, the history master. He's got a nose like a banana. <laughs> when he comes in, we complain of the smell coming up from the laboratory. So Fred goes down and has a row with the chemistry master. And by the time he gets back, we've had two games of housey-housey. What a mob. Well, who started all this? Oh, Ozzy. He's learned all the saints from his dad. Legs 11. Clickety-click. 66. <laughs> Kelly's eye, number one. Two fat ladies, 88. <laughs> Top of the shop, 9 Mugs return. Mugs return? What's that? Oh, it isn't a number. It's what the lookout shouts when the history master's coming back. <laughs> oh, dear, what a school. Well, no, that, that'll do for tonight. Now, will you go to your bed? Oh, in a minute, Grandad. Look, you've just had a bath and you're walking around with no slippers on or your mother'll get mad. Oh, I can't go to bed till I find Timothy, my white mouse. What mouse? I got it from Ozzy this morning. I swapped him for three Kali suckers. You tell your mother. Why? She doesn't like Kali suckers. About the mouse. Well, I was keeping it as a surprise. She'll get a surprise all right if she sees it running about. That's why I want to find it. Hey, look under your bed, Grandad, while I look under the wardrobe. Oh, all right. Oh, my back. Father. What on earth are you doing, playing marbles? No, I'm looking for a mouse. A mouse? Hey, there's a moose. Loose. A this moose. <laughs> well, never you mind that. You go downstairs and see if you can get a trap. Look, it's Timothy, a tame white mouse. Father, fancy bringing a thing like that into your room. It's Jimmy's mouse. He got it from Aussie. Jimmy, you'd no right to get that mouse without asking me. You know that Susan's terrified of them. Oh, I'm sorry, Mum. Well, hurry up now. Come on, let's see if we can find it. <laughs> Susan's found it. <laughs> Come on, quick, into her bedroom. I'll get it. Oh, quick, somebody, there's a mouse in here. Don't shout like that. You'll frighten the life out of the poor thing. I'll frighten it. Now, don't panic, Susan. It's all right, dear. Hey, I can see him. Where? In your slipper. Oh, get it out. Shh, quiet. Shh. I've got him. <laughs> you can come down now off that dressing table. <laughs> Timothy, did the nasty girl frighten you? That settles it. Tomorrow you'll take that mouse back to Ozzy. Oh, Mum, what for? Because your mother says so. Fancy having a horrible thing like that for a pet. Why not? You've got Billy. <laughs> That's enough. I want no more arguments. You're taking that back to Ozzy and you're having no more pets in this house. Oh, Mum. Everybody. 
else. Yes, but everybody else looks after them. Your mother's right. Look at the goldfish you had. I had to feed them, clean a the tank out. Well, I didn't like touching them. They were slimy. <laughs> no use, Jimmy. You're having no more pets, and that's final. Oh, Mom. Don't start crying. Tears won't change my mind. Jimmy, stop crying. You've had what your mother sees now. The mouse goes back to where it came from. All right. But I think you're all cruel, making a poor little mouse live in a rubbish dump. It's going to live in Ossie's house. That's what I mean, in a rubbish dump. <laughs> yes? Hello, Mr. Higginbottom. Oh, it's you, is it? What do you want apart from causing trouble? I want to see Ozzy, please, Mr. Higginbottom. Is he in? No, he's not. He's gone for his trumpet lesson. Oh, I thought he was packing up the trumpet after what his teacher said. <laughs> what do you mean, what his teacher said? Well, he told Ozzy he made a better noise when he blew his nose. <laughs> we'll hear what noise you make when I clap your ear in a minute. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Higginbottom, but that's what Ozzy told me. Well, he's not in, so you can go home and annoy your grandfather. Hold tight, Wad. <laughs> My granddad's not in either. He's gone to have his hair cut. Oh, aye. I forgot. It's February. Well, I've got something to give, Ozzy. Well, give it to me. Oh, here you are, then. But be careful you don't squash it. What is it? A mouse. Oh, take it away. I'm not holding that horrible thing. But it's Ozzy's. My mum said I've got to give it back to him. Oh, well, fetch it in the house and put it in the cage with the others. Oh, all right, Mr Higginbottom. Uh, come in here in the parlour. Uh, now, where does he keep that cage? Um, here it is on the floor, Mr. Higginbottom, next to the empty beer bottles. Oh, aye, aye. Well, stick it in there. It's a big parlour, isn't it, Mr. Higginbottom? It's only the usual size. Uh, I suppose it looks bigger without having any furniture in. <laughs> That'll do. It's cleared out so I can do some decorating. And you can clear out now as well, because I want to go down to the vet. Well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Look, any more of your jokes and I'll give you your head in your hands to play with. Uh, no, I mean, is it the mice? No, I'm taking me greyhound down. I'm going to have it put to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Poor thing. Has it broken its leg? No, my heart. <laughs> I've fed it and trained it for three years and it's never won a race yet. I'm wasting no more of my money. Oh, Mr. Higginbottom, that's cruel. Look, it's no use as a pet. It eats us out of house and home. I've got to get rid of it. Well, I'll bite off you. How much have you got? Ninepence. <laughs> well, keep that and buy him a dog biscuit. You can have it for nothing. Oh, thanks, Mr. Higginbottom. <laughs> Your mother won't thank me when she sees how it eats. Anyway, you can have its lead and its feeding bowl as well. So slip in the kitchen and ask Mrs. Higginbottom for the bowl. Righto. Now, where's he keep that lead? Oh, here it is, round the wife's mack. Mrs Higginbottom says I can't have the dog's bowl just yet. Why not? She's making you a steak pudding. Eh? <laughs> Come on, there's a good dog. Just through the garden and we're there. Shh, be quiet. I'm going to hide you in Grandad's greenhouse. It's nice and warm in there. Come on. In you go. That's it. You'll be all right now. Hey, come away from there. Don't eat those. They're me granddad's early daffodils. Unless the last year's coming up a bit late. 
Hey, give it over. Get down. <laughs> hey, stop licking me face. I'm not a lollipop. <laughs> Shh. I said be quiet. You're a greyhound. You should know how to keep your trap shut. <laughs> Daddy wouldn't buy me a bow. What are you doing? Oh, nothing, Susan. I saw you coming out of Grandad's greenhouse. Yes, that's right. I was, um, seeing if it was warm enough. Warm enough? For what? Um, so the slugs won't catch cold. <laughs> oh, you are funny, I don't think. How can you think? You've got no brains. <laughs> You've got no manners. And if I were mother, I'd make you behave at home. If, if you were mother, I'd leave home. <laughs> oh, go and meet your boyfriend, bashful Billy. He thinks you're nice. At least he knows how to speak to a lady. So do I. Go and get one and I'll show you. <laughs> oh, get in the house. Go and boil your head. Can I use your mouth for a gas oven? <laughs> How much is that dog in the window? The one with the knot in his tail. How much is that... Oh, hello, Grandad. Hello, Jimmy. There's a cup of tea in the pot if you want it. Oh, no, thanks, Grandad. Anything in the paper? Oh, no, not a thing. Let's see what's on at the pictures next week. Oh, all right. I suppose I'll have to take you as usual. There are no cowboys this time. Well, um, here's one. An animal picture. Will you take me to see this? Which one? Uh, where it says, uh, the most exciting picture of the year. It's about a kitten. Who's in it? Bridget Bardock. <laughs> oh, no, Jimmy. No, I, I... I don't think I could take you to see that. Why not? You took me to see Lassie. You remember when she was locked in the burning shed and you cried all over your chalk eyes? I did not. Well, that's the washing up done. I'm going to sit down for five minutes. <clears throat> Shall I get the stool for you to put your feet on, Mum? No, thanks, love. Oh, it's, it's no trouble, Mum. What are you up to? You did take that mouse back, didn't you? Oh, yes, Mum. Good. Oh, Susan isn't half frightened of mice, isn't she? Well, most girls are. She's not frightened of dogs, though. No. Well, maybe I should have had a dog. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, you nearly had you that time, Pat. <laughs> don't you like dogs, Mum? Yes, but you're not having one. Oh, Charlie Thompson's mother let him have one. Yes, well, I'm not Charlie Thompson's mother. No, if you were, I'd have a dog. <laughs> now, Jimmy, you've had what your mother said. Mind you, Pat, a dog is different from Now, Father, don't you start. Oh, I'm not saying he should have one. I was just thinking about when I was a boy. My father never had a dog. So whenever I could, I was over at my uncle's farm because he used to send me out to round up his sheep. Why hadn't your uncle got a dog either? <laughs> Listen, I've heard enough. Once and for all, you're not having a pet until I decide that you're old enough to take care of it. Now, that's that. Oh, all right. But I'll tell you this, when I'm 21, I'll walk in here with the biggest elephant you've seen. <laughs> You'll be all right here, Lightning. You couldn't find a better house. Mr. Craythorpe loves animals. You'll be happy here. He's got a canary, two goldfish, a tortoise, and his sister. But just sit down here till I call you. Sit. 
Now sit, sit. Good boy, Lightning. Are you in, Mr. Graythorpe? Oh, James, come in. I've got a friend with me. Oh, bring him in as well. Are you sure you don't mind? Not at all. The more the merrier. Come on, boy. In we go. I'm here in the breakfast room. Oh, what, at lunchtime? Oh, I eat all my meals in here. Would you care for a lamb chop? I've just cooked some of the... Oh, oh, dog. My, he's a big fellow, isn't he? Oh, yes, but he's very friendly. Oh, is he? Uh, come here, boy. Uh, no, uh, come to Uncle Theodore. Go on, Lightning. Down, boy, down. Oh, what's happened? You've been struck by lightning. <laughs> Silly me. I fell over the chair. He's very affectionate, isn't he? Ooh, I think he likes you. Look, he's holding your hand. <laughs> yes, between his teeth. I think he's trying to tell you he's hungry. Uh, uh, well, I'll get him some scraps from the kitchen. Uh, let go, boy. Come here, Lightning. Good boy. Uh, I won't be a moment. We'll get something nice for him. I knew you'd like Mr. Graythorpe, Lightning. Hey, get down. Get off that table. Ooh, hey. Ah, here we are. I found a bone. Well, I think you better have it. He's <laughs> just pinch your chops. <laughs> My goodness. Naughty lightning. James, what are you doing with him? Apart from getting him free meals. Well, you see, he's really Mr. Higginbottom's dog. Uh, no wonder he's hungry. <laughs> and do you know, Mr. Craythorpe, just because lightning hadn't won a race, he was going to have him put to sleep. Oh, how inhuman. The brute. So I said, I'd keep lightning, and he gave him to me. Bravo, James. That was a fine gesture. Oh, I'm glad you think so, because uh, I want to leave him here. Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, but, but he's your dog, James. Yes, I know, but my man won't let me have a dog. So I thought he could stay here till I can talk around. Uh, well, I, I'd like to keep him, James, but I'm afraid there's a snag. You've run you see, out I... of lamb chops. <laughs> No, no. My sister would never allow me to have a dog in the house. Well, he could sleep in the wash house. Oh, she wouldn't have a dog near her. Don't tell me she sleeps in the wash house. <laughs> no, she dislikes dogs, and the house is in her name. So if she says no animals, I have to abide by it. I had a terrible row getting my goldfish in the house, but I was adamant. <laughs> well, I didn't think you'd let us down, Mr. Craythorpe. Oh, James, really, eh? Come on, Lightning. Back to horrible Liggin Bottom, and he'll drag you to the vet, and the vet'll put you to sleep, and nobody cares oh, about anything. No, 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 James. No, he can't go back there. Oh, good. He can stop here then. Um, uh, no, uh, no, no. There must be another way. Now, surely your mother wouldn't mind. She's such a nice person. She is to you. Hey, that's an idea. You take the dog to our house, say yes. it's yours, my mum will like it, and you can give it to me. That's it. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, I couldn't tell your mother a fib. What about when she spilled the pepper in the dinner? You said it was delicious. <laughs> then you came in the kitchen and drank two jugs of water. <laughs> uh, that was different. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. You're not bothered about hurting mine. Wait a minute. If I gave lightning to you, you wouldn't be telling a fib. But, James, you've solved it. Oh, but don't forget to give him back to me. No, I won't. Good. Come here, Lightning. Theodore Craythorpe. 
This is your dog. <laughs> Mr. Craythorpe, stop running with lightning. I can't keep up with you. It's the dog that's running with me. Uh, steady, boy. Steady. Whoa! He's a greyhound, uh, not a racehorse. <laughs> James, James, you take the lead. Not likely. It's your dog. Don't forget, you've got to walk him round the park yet to give me time to get home. Well, I hope he doesn't keep pulling like this. If he sees a cat, he'll have you up a tree. Oh, that's better. Oh, good boy. Uh, oh, put that down. Oh, nasty. He's chewing some orange peel. Oh, my goodness. Has he swallowed it? Uh, no, I, I mean the vicar. The vicar's chewing orange peel? <laughs> no, he's seen me. Uh, uh, good afternoon, vicar. Good afternoon, Theodore. What's this you've got? Uh, 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 a greyhound. I can see that. I didn't know you went in for greyhound racing. Who? Me? I always thought you were against gambling. But, but I don't gamble. Oh, you mean the dog doesn't go on the racetrack? Oh, yes, but he never wins. <laughs> he lost the last seven races, hasn't he, Mr. Greythorpe? Uh, yes. But, uh, no, 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 James. I'm shocked, Theodore. Uh, and you, my deputy organist. Uh, well, look, uh... <laughs> uh, Look, Vicar, in a nutshell, I own the dog at the moment, but I'm going to give it away. Good. He's giving it to me. To a boy? Theodore. So you're going to start him gambling now, are you? No, Vicar, you're not with it. <laughs> Pardon? Who are you, boy? Jimmy Clitheroe. Oh, I remember you. You were once in the choir for three days. <laughs> and that included the choir boys outing. Well, the choir master kicked me out. Just because the other lads dared me to sing it during the Harvest Festival. Sing what? Yes, we have no bananas. <laughs> you find that amusing, Theodore? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> How could you, James? Uh, I think you'd better run along home. Right, oh, Mr. Craythorpe. Give me five minutes before you come in. Goodbye, Vicar. Uh, before you go, remember, young man, there's a time and a place for humour. If you want to crack jokes, you should be on the stage. That's what the organist said when he stopped laughing. Heck, <laughs> Susan, what time is it? It's nearly three o'clock for the third time. Oh, where is he? Stop climbing all over the settee. I'm trying to do my nails. Ooh, it doesn't half pong that paint you put on. <laughs> it isn't paint. It's nail varnish. Why do you put it on? Because it makes my nails look better. It covers the cracks. Pity they don't make it for your face. <laughs> ha, ha. Keep still. I'll have it all over my fingers. Ooh, what a horrible colour. It looks as though your hands are dripping with blood. <laughs> Dracula's daughter. What do you know about nail varnish? You're too young to appreciate it. Oh, am I? Who did the crossword in my paper? It wasn't me, Grandad. Oh, I don't know. Susan? That nail varnish is a bit vivid, isn't it? Grandad, you're too young to appreciate it. <laughs> Don't be old-fashioned, Grandfather. Well, it's a bit startling, isn't it? That's what I told her. She looks like a vulture having a jam butty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Mama, will you be going out this afternoon? Well, I was thinking about it. Uh, what's the weather like? What's this? What? Coming up the path, Theodore Craythorpe with a greyhound. Good heavens, you're right. 
A greyhound? Oh, that's not like Mr. Craythorpe. I don't know. They've both got the same nose. <laughs> I'll let him in, Mum. All right. Craythorpe's coming out of his shell. Greyhounds. He'll be playing snap next. Oh, <laughs> Hello, Mr. Craythorpe. This is a surprise. We never expected you. Come in. If you'll excuse me, I'll go and do my nails in the other room. I hope you don't mind me popping in like this. But when you're cooped up all day in a kennel with a few bones, you do need exercise. Yes, but there was no need to bring the dog with you. <laughs> Take no notice of Father Theodore. He's quite a good-looking old dog, isn't he? Yes. You should see him when he's got his kilt on. <laughs> Theodore, did you say his name was Lightning? Uh, yes, that's right. Doesn't Higginbottom run a greyhound under the name of uh, Lightning? Uh, yes, this is it. Uh, I mean... Uh, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Craythorpe, uh, you blabbermouth. <laughs> you, you mean that this is Mr. Higginbottom's dog? Uh, well, uh, no, no, it's mine. Oh, you bought it? Uh, no. Uh, no, he gave it to someone, and they gave it to me, and I'm giving it to James. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, I thought... Oh, it was, uh, don't uh, some mothers have them. <laughs> Look, what is all this, Theodore? I think there's been a bit of a conspiracy going on here. Oh, mm. uh, well, we can't keep the secret any longer, James. What do you mean, we can't? I've never made a wrong move yet. <laughs> Come on, Theodore, out with it, what Jimmy's been up to. Well... Higginbottom gave the dog to Jane. Well, Jimmy, you had no right to accept it. You deserve a good spanking and ignoring your mother's orders. Well... I think he deserves a medal. What? Just because the poor dog couldn't win races, Higginbottom was going to have the little chap put to sleep. But James stepped in and saved its life. A noble effort. Never mind the commercial. Can I have the dog? <laughs> no. That, that puts a different complexion on things now, doesn't it, Pat? Well, I, I suppose it is rather different, yes. Do give James another chance. Let him keep lightning as a pet. But it means saving the dog from that layabout Higginbotham. I say we should. All right, Jimmy, you win. Oh, thanks, ma'am. I'm granddad. Mr. Craythorpe, you're a pal. I'll see you right with the vicar. <laughs> well, get it, Mother. It might be Billy. All right, thank you, Susan. Now, listen to me, Jimmy. As long as that dog stays here, you've got to look after it. Do you understand? Oh, I will, ma'am. I'll brush him and take him walks. I'll even teach him to carry Grandad's empties back. <laughs> That'll do. Come in. Mother, it's Mr. Higginbottom. Oh? Uh, I hope you don't mind me dropping in, but uh, I've just come for my dog. Whose dog? Lightning belongs to me. Look, I don't want any arguments. Let's have it. Just one moment. You gave the dog to James. Who's talking to you, ferret face? <laughs> now, look here, Higginbotham. You're not in your own house now. No, you can breathe in here. <laughs> Shut up and give me that dog. Mr. Higginbotham, I'll thank you to lower your voice in my house. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, missus. I, I just want the dog. Well, well, you're not taking him, you, you big bully. Mr. Craythorpe, throw him out. Now, look here. Shut up. <laughs> look, will you get this kid out of the way before I belt him? Just come in the hall, Higginbottom, and I'll talk to you. Man to man. Come on. All right. Now, if you're looking for trouble. I don't, I don't want trouble. Look, I'm, I did give the lad the dog, but there's a bloke from the greyhound track, and he wants the doctor to train the youngsters, and he's offered me a fiver. A fiver, eh? Hmm. All right. 
You can have the dog. Thanks, Mr. Sinclair. You're a gent. But it'll cost you a pound to buy it back. You scotch. Now yeah, then. <laughs> All right. The bloke's waiting. There you are. A quid. Here you are, then. Take your dog. And take it and clear out of here. Granddad, you, you traitor. You promised. And now you'll let him take the dog to the vet. He's going to have a good home. That's more than I've got. <laughs> I'll run away. I'll, I'll join a circus. Then I'll have some pets. Look, the dog will be fine. I made him give me a pound for you. I don't want a pound. Yes, here you are. Now, away you go down to the pet shop and buy yourself a nice wee puppy. Oh, James, isn't that wonderful? Now, what kind of dog do you fancy? Well, uh, Charlie Thompson's is nice. It's got thick hair all over its face. A mugrump terrier. <laughs> That's a new one on me. A mugrump? Yes, its hair's so long, you can't tell its mug from its rump. <laughs> I just came back to tell you I, I got the puppy all right. I call him Spot. The man said it's a real thoroughbred mongrel. <laughs> I was only kidding Mr. Craythorpe about the mug rump. <laughs> He's a clever little puppy, Spot. Mind, he hasn't found out where the bathroom is yet. <laughs> he, he doesn't half eat. This morning he had a bowl of milk, corned beef, two pieces of coal, and Grandad's left slipper. <laughs> Mr. Higginbottom saw Spot yesterday, and he teased him. He said he wasn't big enough to be a dog. Spot bit his ankle. <laughs> I said, don't get cross, Mr. Higginbottom. After all, he's only a nipper. <laughs> 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 <laughs>